Top five for... Hay fever. Tricky times. Hay fever, a big problem this time of year. And essentially it's that you are caught in a situation that your body has too much for the immune system to cope with. And so it starts to misfire, misidentify things that are bad, uh, things that are good as bad, things that don't mean anything as bad. It recognizes bits of your own self as bad things. It's just a mess, an immune mess, right? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So all you got to do, well, the main thing you got to do, all you got, just this one thing, that's it. It's a five thing thing. It's a five thing thing. But top thing, let's say, is to manage the toxic load, right? Yeah. And so basically you want to think of your body like a waste paper bin, really pretty one. And but, a temple, obviously. Uh, and a temple, but also a waste paper bin mm. in this instance. And stuff gets kind of just chucked in there during the day. Just normal byproducts of everyday living. And, you know, the thing is, is that it slowly starts to fill. And when it gets to the top, it just can't handle that anymore unless it gets cleared out. And so then it starts to overflow. Mm. And that overflow is when it starts to recognize things that aren't toxins necessarily, that aren't necessarily damaging as toxins because the body's just going kind of like red flag too much i can't take anymore and so you want to really look at like how can you limit your exposure to those things in daily life and we've talked about lots of them in previous podcasts but sort of things we'll be talking about are chemicals you're using in your household so like chemicals that might be used as spray surface cleaners chemicals that might be in like bleaches you might have to use on your floor things you might be using in your hair things you might be using to wash your clothes in things that might be off gassing from new things you bought new mattresses maybe or you've bought new kitchen counters all that sort of stuff off gassing and there's one great way to neutralize all of that stuff to reduce that toxic load which is by getting something like a HEPA filter something to clean the air inside your home right yeah and there's no no coincidence that hay fever comes around at the time when it's sort of spring and everyone's spring cleaning so it's like there's natural time where everyone's just using all those products and cleaning mm -hmm. out and like unearthing all the dust mites and all the different things that are in the house trying to clean them out but then they come up into the air and then here we go. So the HEPA filter is a really great way to just like take swathes of that environmental toxin out of your environment and take the stress off your system. Yes. And so the, the hay fever, the symptoms that we suffer are essentially symptoms of inflammation. Inflammation being your body's healing mechanisms. So like inflammatory triggers and inflammatory signaling things, inflammatory molecules, uh, let's say our mast cells releasing histamine specifically. Those are the things that cause the itchy eyeballs, the sneezing, the scratchy throat, all of those things that really leave you in a depressed state. There are other inflammatory triggers as well, right? So things like digestive things, things we're putting inside our body, right? Yeah, so something that I've really noticed because my son and me would both tend towards getting prickly heat if our bodies are overwhelmed. And often that's when we're on a holiday because we don't tend to have enough sun in Ireland for that to happen, is we go on a holiday and we kind of relax our normal ways of living. And so we tend to eat more gluten, we tend to eat more dairy, we tend to eat more sugar, more coffee, more alcohol, all of those kinds of things. And, and they're not like bad in and of itself. It's not saying like you can't do those things. Mm. But when you're also exposed to more pollen, chlorine from pools, sunscreens, all of this kind of stuff. And if you happen to be someone who's prone to those kinds of things, what you're doing is just increasing those inflammatory triggers for yourself. And then you're much more likely to set off this kind of cascade effect where all the other ones come into play too. So you really want to think about anticipating that, especially if you're going on a holiday and trying to pull back on those things rather than relaxing on them a little bit. Mm. And as you say, when you go on holidays, often your nervous system is in a more relaxed state. We Oh, we, we know for a fact that your nervous system and your immune system track each other and we're going to be dealing with top tips for anxiety next but if you can get your anxiety levels down you'll also start to bring those levels of inflammatory signaling molecules and things that trigger hay fever reactions and immune system reactions like that down as well so another tip um 
what to do when things are out of control. Antihistamines. Yeah, big time. So we'd love you to avoid if you can, and obviously it's not always possible, uh, like a first aid kit of Puritan or one of these sorts of conventional antihistamines can be an essential for people. But there's an awful lot of natural antihistamine uh, rich foods and antihistamines that we can get uh, in supplement form as well. The biggie being, the best one being quercetin, quercetin, quercetin depending on what part of the world you're in, right? Yeah, uh, so quercetin is really good. It's the staple that I use kind of year round to help manage my histamine things. And it's really natural and really good for loads of other things in the mm. body as well, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So quercetin, natural uh, antioxidant, uh, anti-inflammatory, and, and, and really supportive for, you know, uh, there's a lot of longevity studies that use quercetin as well, but essentially quercetin, Bromelain, a systemic enzyme as well. Vitamin C is a natural antihistamine. Nettle is a great natural antihistamine. Reishi mushroom, also a great antihistamine as well. So those are the big things to load into yourself when things are out of control. And magnesium. And magnesium, because it stabilizes mast cells and stops them from bursting and releasing their histamine. And next thing, unfortunately, because pollen is everywhere, what the hell do you do about it? Yeah, I mean, pollen is everywhere and it's great, actually. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously when we get to this time of year, if you're someone who has got those kind of triggers or if you're someone who's just been under a load of stress recently or maybe isn't sleeping well or there's been big life changes, you might be more susceptible to those things. And there are certain things that you can do. So it's a bit like kind of picking and choosing your battles with your kids. You want to have exposure to the outside because that's really, really good for your immune system. And maybe you want to have little micro doses of pollens too, which I think you might go into a little bit in a minute. So getting outside is really important. But when you're sleeping at nighttime, that is the time when you're kind of in one place for the longest and when your body is meant to be doing all your repair, all of your healing. So what you really want to make sure is that your bedroom isn't exposed to huge amounts of pollen. So maybe not leaving your windows open in the day if you're in a kind of green grassy area. Unfortunately, even though it's not very eco-friendly, not drying your sheets and all of your clothes out on the line because they're out there in the breeze, they're getting all those pollens, the pollen collects onto them and then you're sleeping on those sheets and you're wearing those clothes all day long. Mm -hmm. And also always showering right before sleep because then you're just showering off all those pollens that might have collected onto your body and it just means you're kind of starting the next day with a clean slate as well. Yeah, and you can also bar yourself from the pollens coming into your body by putting a little bit of shea butter or coconut oil just at the entry of your nostrils. Um, it's an amazing way. A lot of people find that surprisingly effective and it's so cheap uh, and easy enough to do and doesn't look too weird, surprisingly. Um, pollen though, yes, the thing is that it has benefit nutritionally when we consume it in honey and the pollen that's in honey has been processed by the bees and also consuming it it's a little bit like a vaccination, it's like an inoculation. So what it does is it, when, it, when we're exposed to small amounts of it, and the same studies have shown now with peanut, consuming tiny amounts and micro amounts of peanut can also inoculate us against potential peanut allergies. Same is true for pollen. So if we can, we wanna start in February. We wanna start before the hay fever season kicks off for about a month or six weeks, getting a really good um, high pollen count raw honey, Irish honey from the closest, as close as you can to where you are because pollens change from place to place vastly and you'll find people who move to Ireland from other parts of the world either the hay fever disappears or they never had hay fever and it suddenly arrives so uh, getting a local honey is a really important part of that um, and lastly Lydia has some top tricks <laughs> yeah so um, there are a few things that you can do if you have active hay fever, right, hay fever right now that's going to just help reduce the symptomatic part of those things um, and so the first one is a trick that we use from face yoga that helps to kind of open out those airways so oftentimes when we're really stuffy and we're really bunged up we kind of feel it in the eyes it's all really itchy 
we've got the sinus area so we can kind of get the, the nose that's running but also stuffy at the same time it's that kind of weird feeling so we really want to clear out the sinuses and the sinuses are kind of in this whole area up here so we want to be able to access a kind of a bigger airway so what we're going to do is we're going to take our thumb and place it right up under the cheek so if you find the highest point of your cheek there and you're going to take your thumb up under there and you're going to press quite firmly into there and you can always actually feel a relief almost just from that press and the same thing right you're going to take your thumb to your opposite nostril and you're just going to take three breaths through the open side nostril while pressing in here Now you're going to take your hand and deviate your nose. So I'm actually pushing my nose over to the side here and doing the same thing again. And then I'm going to do exactly the same on the opposite side. And even just from that one side, if you breathe in now, you'll find that the mm. airways are so much freer. Which you feel is it behind really, your eyes and everything. You'll feel it everywhere. It's just you feel like the lymphatics and the circulation, everything, there's a kind of a lightness there. Mm. So that's a simple trick that you can do anywhere. And then there's another one which I'm going to show you now, which is really good. It's a more active one. And it's a way of like if the pollen has got like right up in the nose, right up all through the airways, it's a way of just forcefully ejecting that pollen from your body. And so I would kind of try and do this maybe first thing in the morning and last thing at night. So you've just kind of got that clear out morning and evening. Okay, so what you're gonna do is stand with your feet just slightly wider than hip width apart and bend your knees. You're gonna bring your hands to the sides, inhale through the nose. And as you exhale, let go through the mouth or through the nose, whichever is suitable for you. And you're gonna fold all the way down and forcefully bring your upper body down between your legs. So it's gonna look like this. And then when you're finished, you might do that for about 60 seconds. You're just going to shake off your arms and shake off your shoulders and just allow your weight to drop back into your feet again. So I would practice it twice a day, first thing in the morning and the evening. And just make sure that when you're coming down, you're really releasing the skull, releasing the head and that forceful exhale. So you push all of that stale air out of the body and just allow the clean air to come back in again.